Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Six and one Vikings tomorrow. Take on the Washington Commanders in D.C. Land over Maryland to be exact. And the Vikes are favored by three. That's for the game open. Uh, the over-under down a bit from 44 to open at 43-and-a-half. The Vikings, once again, 6-1. and one. The Commanders, 4-and-4. Four and, four. and pleased to be joined by Andrew Kramer, who covers the Vikes, for the Star Tribune. And, of course, uh, joining us on the John Schuster Coldwell Banker Hotline. Andrew, good to visit with you. Good to be on, Steve. Thanks for having me. Yeah, for sure. And uh, th- there's been some talk on social media that this is a trap game. And I, I was on for Henry Lake last night, and I said, I don't buy that. The Commanders aren't a terrible football team. They're 4-4. Four and four. The Vikings are a fortunate 6-1. and one. I think we would all agree on that. Fortunate to be 6-1, and one, but here we are. But uh, the fact that this game is on the road, um, the, the Vikings should look at this as uh, a tough football game in the NFL, period. That's a good way to look at it. They are talented enough, certainly, to to win this game. But I think it's going to be one of those where fans are sweating it out like they have every single week. <laughs> I just I don't see it kind of blowing open one way or the other. Um, Washington's been sneaky, decent. Obviously, they go into Lambeau and they win. They beat Chicago on that Thursday night stinker, uh, and then they I think they lost to Detroit earlier in the year. But they've already given the division a run for its money and. Now they get a shot at the top dogs and the Vikings. And I think what the Vikings got to worry about is, is really Washington's defensive front, their defensive line. And that's going to be the matchup to watch. Can this Vikings offensive line, which has been playing pretty well, can they show up against what is probably one of the toughest defensive fronts they're going to face? Every year it seems like Washington spends a first-round pick on its defensive line, and it really shows in the talent. And so when you talk to coaches around the building, that's really what's got them concerned about any kind of potential trap game. Yeah, and it's extraordinary how things change in the NFL. It wasn't that long ago that the NFC East, you could argue, was the worst division in football. Right now you could argue it's the deepest division in football. That is weird, right? It is weird. Yeah. Everybody thought the NFC West excuse me, was going to be this juggernaut, and I don't think anybody's above 500 over there. Um, and, yeah, the East, the Cowboys, the undefeated Eagles, and all of a sudden Washington being 500 and, and sneaky decent. Um, and the Giants, obviously, can't forget them starting off 5-1. and one. So uh, it, it is a pretty deep division. And, and you're looking at Washington's maybe the worst team out of it, but they're still pretty good, like I said. And they got a former friend in Taylor Heineke, uh, deep, deep, deep cut for Vikings fans, but they might remember him when he was here in 2015 and 2016. He's going to make his 18th start for Washington on Sunday, and he's been doing pretty well. He's one of those guys that it's hard to pin down. He's, he's uh, kind of mobile. Um, you see him duck the rush and, and uh, lead a game-winning drive against the Colts last week. Um, guys rally around him in Washington, and so I think that's, that's part of what makes Washington uh, one of those teams that seems like a coin flip any week if, if they're going to be in the game. 
Andrew Kramer covers the Vikes for the Star Tribune online at startribune.com. He is in D.C., part of the coverage uh, tomorrow, high noon. Vikings, slight favorites in that one. Uh, field goal at the moment. The game opened at 3. It's, it's held steady there all week. Uh, the Vikings injury report pretty clean going into the game. But a little bit more about the commanders, and this this goes to off-field. Uh, Daniel Snyder in hot water. Uh, many consider... Uh, one of the worst owners still operating in sports, still part of the league, may not be part of the league uh, for a whole lot longer. And a, a terrible stadium situation as well. This one of the marquee franchises in the NFL. They had the nickname issue, a team without a nickname. Now they're the commanders. You got Snyder. You got a bad stadium situation out in Landover, Maryland. Um, the there is turmoil behind the scenes in D.C. There really is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is my first time actually going to FedEx Field, so I keep hearing about how awful it is, and I can't wait to get there and see it for myself. <laughs> You're right, and the reason why they haven't gotten any public funding for a new stadium is because of their owner. It's because of Daniel Snyder. It's because of the hot water he gets into, not only with the NFL's ownership group, but also just locally in D.C. People aren't very fond of him around here in terms of local government, certainly not wanting to shell out a lot of money to uh, help uplift what you rightfully said is a cornerstone franchise in the NFL, uh, the, the franchise that has first uh, black quarterback win a Super Bowl. Uh, this is a storied franchise that be, should be better than what it is right now and what it has been under Snyder's entire ownership. And that's what they want to see change. And now you've got the actual government investigating financial improprieties with Daniel Snyder and how he might be allegedly cooking the books to hide profit sharing from the rest of the owners. That's a quick way to make 31 enemies in the NFL among the other ownership groups. And so I think that is why you see now all of a sudden him starting to get smoked out and why he's reportedly uh, seeking a potential sale of that franchise. Yeah, and the the one you you can do a lot of things in the NFL, but uh, hiding money from your fellow owners is is <laughs> yeah. not uh, one of them for sure. Um, the Minnesota Vikings. There is a storyline in this. Kirk Cousins once upon a time was in the employ of the Washington Football Team, and he returns there. Yeah, yeah, and, and Kirk's trying to not make this too big, and we just saw that in terms of revenge game narrative. Um, uh, in the last game, when the Vikings beat the Cardinals, you saw Patrick Peterson, you saw Jordan Hicks, some defenders on the Vikings uh, who used to play for the Cardinals and had very ill will toward them and were very hyped up to beat them. Kirk doesn't want to get that way in Washington, even though there's probably some animosity there with Daniel Snyder not wanting to pay Kirk Cousins uh, like the Vikings did to be their franchise quarterback. And so this time around, Kirk is trying to keep it even keeled because he knows that when he gets too hyped up, and he's talked about this. When he gets too hyped up, he feels like he's not as focused, doesn't really do the attention to detail that he prides himself on. And we see that sometimes with these primetime Monday night performances, which creates the narrative about him being a bad, you know, primetime quarterback. Well, the record and the stats show it. And, and he's talked about how I just need to approach this game normally, try not to make too much out of it. Um, he's really trying to not make this a uh, quote-unquote revenge game. And we're going to see how well he's able to do that tomorrow. Vikings all of a sudden in the driver's seat in this division, but the week after a trip to Buffalo. So if the Vikings want to remain firmly in control, 
of the NFC North, uh, a win tomorrow would be big because uh, going into Buffalo and beating uh, Josh Allen and the Buffalo Bills there, that, that is a tall order. Sorry about that. I'm walking through downtown D.C. It is a downtown. It is a uh, tall order uh, to, to have Buffalo right past them, which means I think that feeds into that trap game narrative, right? The fact that they are you know, going into face a lesser foe and you've got this juggernaut right on the other side. Yeah. And, and that's, that's the tough part, right? It's going to be a tough turnaround, back-to-back road games for them. I truly think their medal is going to be tested this month because not only do they have the back-to-back road games here, they then host the Dallas Cowboys right after that. Um, this is probably one of the toughest stretches of their schedule all season. And all of that talk about is this 6-1 and one Vikings team for real? Are they actually going to be a contender in the NFC? They're going to be able to answer it here. If, if they go ahead and put away the commanders like everybody thinks they should, and then they go on the road in Buffalo and even make it a close game and show that they can contend with a, a true superpower, that's going to go a long way toward changing the entire narrative around this team. And, and, that would, and they know it, too. And not that they care a whole lot about what the national talking heads are saying, but um, some players have mentioned that, hey, we deserve to be talked about like some of these other teams, and they have a chance to show it here this month. Well, and you, you brought up the Cowboys. That That's always a marquee matchup. The Dallas Cowboys attract a lot of eyeballs, a lot of attention, and they're playing well this season. And then beyond that, probably the most visible game in the NFL outside of the championship, the conference championships in the Super Bowl, are the Thanksgiving Day games. And they're playing in prime time against Bill Belichick and the New England Patriots as well this month. So this this is a big test for the Purple and find out where they stand. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, I should have brought up that one too, hosting Bill Belichick on Thursday night. Um, Bill Belichick, the guy who drafted Kevin O'Connell in 2008, I believe it would have been in the fifth round when Kevin O'Connell was a backup quarterback. It might have been the third round even. Um, So Kevin O'Connell's talked too about how he shaped some of what he does off of how Bill Belichick coached him in New England. So there's going to be a lot of storylines for that oh, game, yeah. certainly. And it's not one that you, they can overlook, not at all. Yeah, for sure. And then uh, Kirk will have a lot to answer, too, because, once again, that those three Thursday games, particularly the Thursday night games, a lot of eyeballs. I mean, that is, that is, uh, that is definitely the ultimate primetime game outside of the playoffs in the Super Bowl in the NFL. Um, I, I mentioned the injury report. We should get back there. Uh, the Vikes go into this game in pretty good shape. They do. They do. They're fortunate that their star pass rusher is Darius Smith, who's tied for the NFL lead with eight and a half sacks after getting three against Kyler Murray. He's healthy. He was banged up, though. You saw him hobbling yeah. through that Cardinals game. Uh, he was able to practice fully all week, which is great news. Just great news for them because, uh, if they can keep some of their star defenders healthy, uh, that's where they could really uh, start to separate themselves and, and get after opponents because they've got some depth on offense. They have a lot of weapons, right? But defensively, there's just a few key guys you need to stay healthy. The Darius Smith is absolutely one of them. And then another note I should make, Adam Thielen, who got banged up in that game too, he practiced fully and he's going to play on Sunday, so that's more good news for the Vikings. And then finally a thing to watch, and, and this is my final thought, New tight end comes over from the Lions. How uh, T.J. Hawkinson will be integrated into this offense? 
Yeah, I think he's going to play a bit role on Sunday. Obviously, getting traded midweek, it's going to be tough yep. for him to be an every-down player. But he, once he gets up to speed, this guy was a top-10 pick out of Iowa. Super talented, six foot five, a mismatch in the receiving game. Uh, most and in terms of where he's going to stand out the most, they haven't had that the Vikings for a very long time in terms of just a dynamic receiving threat. They wanted Irv Smith to be that at tight end. He gets injured. He's down now and on injured reserve after uh, spraining his ankle. But TJ is going to make a big impact in this offense eventually. It's just a matter of time. All right. Well, Andrew. Uh enjoy your stay in dc and lo- love to hear your thoughts on fedex field and land over maryland like i say <laughs> i've heard it's just you know uh the the equivalent of the oakland coliseum in uh, mlb right now that it, it is well past its prime so not looking forward to it but yeah i keep hearing that so i'll let you guys know all right andrew kramer joining us from the star tribune take care we really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for twenty-five dollars per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. Five dollars more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at twenty-four monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. Thirty-five dollars per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular-season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.